Good morning, how are we doing? So, what if I fail? What if I can't give it my all? What if I don't have the time? What if I succeed? What if I actually get the results that I want? What if I actually do all the work and I, I still don't get the results I want? All of these things come into it. And what I want to do today is break down, essentially, what this actually means. What's underlining it? So if we look at fear, fear is often in the background of all of these things. So if you, if you think about one of the, the things that we see a lot is it's called sitting on the sidelines. So if you ever feel yourself in this space that like I've been there before where we look at what other people are doing and we say, you know, they won't keep it up. Why are they doing that? Should they be doing that? This means we're essentially more worried about what other people are doing than ourselves. And you're probably unlikely to be being the best version of you if you're in that space. It's probably fair to say. But equally, you've got to remember that if you're doing something new, if you're doing something that's a little bit different, maybe your social group isn't quite, hey, Emma, your social group, your friends, family aren't quite used to you doing this. And all of a sudden you're now saying things like, yeah, I'm going to do go work out, I'm going to be, I'm eating this. And you, you're going to get people sitting on the sidelines who are like, you don't normally do that. Should you be doing that? You won't be able to keep it up. Oh, you've, oh another diet, another diet, Matt. Oh, you're doing something else. And underlying on, on this becomes their fear. And fear has so many roles to play in here. And then we've got the the types of fear that, that are kind of disguised as something else. Oh, I'm, I'm, I just overthink too much. Really, we're looking at what could go wrong, what might happen. Worry, scared of the outcome. Overwhelm, what if this happens, what if that happens? Unfulfilled, maybe you know you could do more, but you're not quite there yet. Again, what are we actually scared of? What's the fear behind this? Asking for permission. This is known as our inner child, if you like, where, and I've done it before as well, we seek validation from everyone. Like, should, do you think I should do this? Do you think I should do this? Do you think I should do this? Yes, yes, yes. No, yes, yes. Oh, they said no. We're focusing on that no because we want validation from everyone to ensure that this is the right choice. So if we think about the three kinds of fear or discomfort, really, because everything we do is really about avoiding discomfort, pretty much. So if we think about the three kinds, you've got the pain of loss to start with. So when it comes to the pain of loss, essentially, what am I going to lose by doing this? Will my friend's family think less of me? Oh, go and have a drink, go and have this. And if you're like, no, I'm actually all right. Or I'm going to go for this option. Or I'm going to sit down in the evening and I'm not going to have the pack of biscuits I normally have. Will I lose respect of others? What am I going to lose? And all, all our attention goes on this. But we forget about what we could gain from this. Because the opposite of losing is gaining. There's always a positive with every negative. What if you actually gain time back? You know, some of the fears is actually life is easier without planning. Life is easier. Uh, without journaling because I haven't got time. But the thing to remember that life is actually probably harder without a plan because you're going to have to think about food anyway. And it was I got a message from one of the ladies just last week, which I talked about in a blog, but she was saying, I don't actually think about food anymore because I just plan the key parts of my diet where I know if I get that right, everything else kind of falls into place. And there's a lot of fear in, wrapped up in planning because, one, 
it sets you up to say whether you failed or succeeded, right? So by saying it, you are essentially have a, a description. This means I've stuck to my plan. This means I doesn't. And we would rather leave that to chance because it's scary to say that maybe I haven't done what I said I would do. But the sad reality is, is we haven't done it anyway, right? And we're going to lose anyway. We're going to fail anyway because we haven't put a plan together. And the other side of the fear around that is time, the fear of losing time. So then we've got the pain of the actual doing the work, like the pain of showing up to exercise. It's too much hassle. It's going to be hard. I don't have time to do it. I've not got the energy, which is a good thing, by the way, because that's why you're exercising, to create energy. Energy isn't just given. Um, I talked about this yesterday in our Q&A about, you know, actually when you've got energy or when you haven't got energy, there's probably a reason for that subconsciously or consciously. If you look at what you've done over the last days, weeks, there's probably a lesson in that. And I'll come back to a lesson. What's the lesson in that? That's the question we need to be asking with this. So then you've got the pain of the outcome. This is really interesting, but is it even worth it? Like, What's the point is what if I do all this work, exercise more, make better choices of my food, feel more in control of my diet, my snacking, my comfort eating and doesn't actually work. What if I'm, I'm still as injury prone as I was? I still have aches and pain. What, what if that happens? And we're going into this what if stage. But the thing to remember with this is this is where you need to put your attention on those small wins because they'll reach a point where you need to put your attention on the other wins that you're getting, such as the strength wins, bone density, risk of disease, blood sugar levels. No one ever asks about those things, your energy levels, your health. What you now know, having done it, what did I learn from that? Because the only way through this is through fear, essentially, is is through it. You can avoid it, but you're just going to create more of it. And we're just going to go round and round in circle. We go back to that sitting on the sidelines. And I want to leave you with with this in that if you can swap what if today. So rather than what if, what if, what if this doesn't work? What if I do all this work and don't get results? Swap that for even if. So even if I'm not motivated, I'm just going to do it anyway. Even if it's a six out of ten, even if I know I'm not going to do my best. Even if I'm nervous, I'm just going to do it anyway. Even if I cannot be bothered. Even if it gets hard, I'll still do it anyway. So rather than what if, even if. And if you really want to kind of put this together and give yourself a little bit of leverage or motivation behind this in terms of your reason why, just ask these questions. Number one, who else will be impacted if you can push through this? When in the past have you pushed through something and actually been not as bad as you thought? Because we just need to remind ourselves of that. You know, I could go on like public speaking, lots of negative things in my life. Doing videos like this once upon a time were like literally like crazy. Now it just becomes easy because I do it every day and I enjoy doing it. And it's like a dear diary. Hey, Jessica. Um, so how, who else would be impacted if you push through this fear? Number two, who would suffer if you don't handle this? Who would suffer if you don't get handled on this? Number three, what message does this put out there? And for me, it's around my kids. And I know a lot of the ladies talk about their kids, grandkids, the message I want to put out there. I want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to be an example rather than a lesson to them. And that's the key take home from this, is that even if, you fa- even if, even if 
even if you don't you do everything and you get you don't get the exact results you want you will still be better because providing you ask the question that's how growth happens you always if you ask the question what did i learn from this you'll get something you'll know what's working well what's not and you can do more of what's working well and that is literally it there'll be weeks go past where you're like oh i don't know why i did this but that's actually the good thing that didn't work that's actually a good thing why is that a good thing because now you know i did it again yeah that's fine why did you let's let's have a look at the situation what what can i learn from that knowing what i know now and i talked about it um about my sleeping if i get to bed by 9 45 great i'm I'm all good but why wasn't i i I got sloppy and i was like why am i getting two out of three of my free things that i want to do every day i'm never getting to bed by 9 45 what am i doing differently right now well i'm staying on my phone till 9 45 so how am i going to get to bed and then i think oh it's 9 45 whereas if i'm off by 9 30 suddenly the the mood changes i'm like right chilled out and i get to bed by 9 45 what did i learn from that there we are so I hope that helps ramble, but here we are. Have an awesome Tuesday. Um, the reason I'm talking quietly is we've got Tai Chi going on downstairs um, before we have our low intensity. Um, then we have our outside sessions, which we can drive for at the moment. And then we are back in for Tabitha's. So have an awesome day and I'll see you later. Take care.